from R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. If you enter into retirement without a plan for income, you're not retired. You're simply unemployed. Podcast. Hey, this is your host, Dale Smothers, and you're listening to the Retirement Matters Podcast. My hope is that you will find the information you need in every single show on how to do one of the three things, either saving more money more efficiently, planning better for your future where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. Good morning to you. I hope you're doing well and that you are ready to start discussing all things Retirement Matters. Today I have a show that is going to basically be kicked off with a story. As you know, I like to tell stories on this show. And after I tell the story, I hope that we can draw some parallels between the story and real world experience that we will have in retirement. But before we get to all of that, which is going to be very beneficial for you to hear, I do want to go into our pause for positivity. And again, this is the section of our show where we really stop and just take a a pause and try our best to think of positive things do our best to either hear positive news, have positive thoughts. Maybe sometimes these thoughts are are more about uh, just self-reflection and knowing what we're going through has a purpose. And today I'm going to talk to you about pictures. Pictures. This, this is uh, something that happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I was in uh, Dallas, Texas. So I was traveling for a market consensus. And while I was there, I was talking to some other advisors, and one advisor has a pastime of taking pictures and then developing these pictures on his own. So he has his own development studio, and this is a pastime of his. He likes to take really nice pictures, and and he, he captures the angle very well, but he doesn't just take them on a digital camera and print them out. He will take them on film and then develop them in his darkroom. And he began to tell me about the process, and it's a pretty remarkable process. You know, whenever you take the picture, you've got to then take the, the, the film and develop it in certain chemicals. And you move it from one chemical to the next, and one to the next, and then one to the next, and, and eventually you get to where you hang it up. But when he was going through this process, and it was just a very brief conversation around this beautiful picture that he had taken... And I was intrigued, so my curiosity got the best of me. I started asking him questions. And one thing that stuck out to me was that if that picture gets exposed to light too quickly, there will be a blemish in the picture. No matter how gorgeous the object that he is capturing may have been, no matter how perfect his angle and the approach that he took to capture that angle may have been. And, and honestly, no matter how great the light was in the picture, by exposing this picture to light, once he has broken it away and it's now just film, if he exposes that film to light too early, it will ruin the picture. And what I began to think about was in our life, what we go through on a regular basis sometimes feels as if we are entering into a dark situation. So I want to bring this positive message to you this week 
And I just want to simply tell you that even the most beautiful pictures are developed in the dark. It may seem dark around you right now. It may seem like you have no light. But rushing to light and not fully developing in the darkness could potentially ruin the image that you are supposed to portray. It could easily make you underdeveloped. It could technically ruin the beauty that you were made to possess. This dark room, each of us enter into it on a regular basis. You know, maybe it's once a year. Uh, maybe it's time where we break away and we just we just uh, retreat from all of our friends, all of our acquaintances, and we just self-reflect. We go into maybe a place of hiding, so to speak. And you know, I've been I've been guilty of that. Uh, I am very much energized by interaction with other people, but there comes a time where I'm just a little bit emotionally worn out, and I need that time to myself, spending time by myself and with my creator to recharge. So putting your best image forward, and I'm not talking about portraying an image of something you're not. This this beautiful picture is everything that it portrays itself to be. But if we aren't careful, we will come out of the dark room too quickly. No one really enjoys being in the dark. No one really enjoys when you are secluded, maybe by friends or family or relatives, or maybe you're just simply secluded in your spiritual walk. You feel as if as if the Lord hasn't heard you in months. I'm here to tell you, sometimes those dark rooms are in our life with a purpose. Just like the photographer who takes out the film carefully, making sure that it's not exposed to the light and putting it in certain chemicals, which creates a reaction. Think about that. How many times in the dark room do we have a reaction? Sometimes it may be a negative reaction. Sometimes it's a positive reaction. Those reactions are all a part of the process. And by understanding why we're in the dark room and knowing that at some point in time, when the, when the development process has finished, when our photographer, the one who has created us, is ready for us to be exposed to the world, we will be as beautiful as we were intended to be. Understanding that this dark room is with a purpose, and when it is his time, we will be exposed to light. That's a wonderful way to look at perhaps what you're going through right now. And I'm here to tell you, I'm not particularly going through a dark time. I'm, I'm not in one of these dark stages in my life right now. Have I been? Of course I have. Have you been? Of course you have. And maybe you are not yet in one of those. Maybe you've just came out of one of those. Maybe you are at the darkest hour right now. I've heard it said before that, you know, that it gets as dark as it's going to get right before it starts getting light. It's an old saying that says it's darkest before the dawn. You know, it gets pitch black outside in in the dead of night without the moon shining down. It is pitch black before all of a sudden the sun begins to creep over the horizon. And if you've ever been in the woods, I, I, I like to hunt myself, and my dad and I have talked about this. If you've ever been in the woods and you've heard them come to life, it's something to behold. 
You can literally hear the transition from crickets as they begin to subside to now birds as they begin to chirp. Things begin to come to life. The world is waking up before you, and it's a pretty neat experience. But going back to my my development of the picture in the darkest time, that's when we are made to be developed. Develop in that. Harness that. Take that in and possess what you are in right now and know that this is a part of the process. And again, if you're not in a dark time, keep this in mind. It's a good tool for us to pull out when we need it. In, in our retirement plan, we talk a lot about tools. And, and ultimately, we are breaking something down that is not truly a tool, and we're making it a visual. You know, A stock is not necessarily a tool. It's not a wrench or a socket or a, a, a screwdriver, right? But it is something that we can use to build the better future for ourselves, a stock, a bond, a mutual fund, an ETF, an annuity, insurance. All of these things are tools, right? But when we think about the tools of our life, the knowledge that we have, the understanding that we have, the wisdom that we have gained throughout life become tools. And there are times where we need to deploy that wisdom in certain situations. This is a piece of wisdom that when it is time, deploy it and know I am created to be in this dark room at this particular time and develop into what my next state will be. It's a totally different state from film to picture, two different states, same creator, same material. It's not like we change. It's not like we become something heavenly or magical. We've just developed And sometimes we have to enter into that dark room to do it. So I hope you've understood what I'm saying here. And this positive thought is great for us to reflect on each and every day. We go into the day at, you know, six o'clock, seven o'clock when we wake up and we get started in the day. Your first 10 to 15 minutes of the way you perceive the world in front of you will determine the way that you walk into your place of business. And a lot of times the people that depend on you, on your team, your coworkers, pick up on that instantly. So set the tone. Be the leader for your development. Know that you have been developed and this is a part of development, perhaps if you find yourself in a dark place. All right, we're going to go to our break. And when we get back, we're going to jump into a story. And after I get done telling that story, we're going to go into what it means for you. So we're going to tell a good story. We're going to get you engaged. We're going to get you understanding where we're headed. And at the end of this show, my goal is to tell you exactly what you need to be doing right now based off of where you are in retirement to get where you want to be in retirement, ultimately helping you build the retirement you've always imagined. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. It's fourth and one with two seconds left in the game. Less than one yard separates you from victory. You have the best running back in the league, but your coach calls a Hail Mary. As silly as that sounds, we see a lot of retirement managers being far too aggressive with your investments when a more conservative play would be a better fit. You have questions, we have answers. Contact R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-7526. All right, welcome back to the show. If you missed the beginning of the show, that Pause for Positivity was all about becoming more developed. 
And here's what I want to tell you. In retirement, we have to develop a mindset as we enter into retirement phase. I've had a lot of people recently ask me, Dale, we listen to your show, we're in our 30s, we're in our 40s, and we really would love to hear what you have to say about what you should be doing in retirement if you're that young. Uh, you know, And honestly, 50, 60 is not old by any means. You're just entering into some of the most golden years of your life. It's time to enjoy your life. But if you're 30 or 40, you may look at 50 and 60 and think, wow, that, that's a pretty good piece away. What should I be doing between now and then to make sure that I'm secured? And so if you'll permit, I'm going to take this section. And I know I told you I would tell you a story, but before we get to the story, I'm going to take this whole 10-minute segment And I'm going to talk to you if you are under the age of, let's say, 55 years old. You're you're over 10 years from retirement. And again, retirement can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So let's just say if you're 10 years or farther away from income phase, you're still in very much risk on growth phase. These are some things you need to be aware of. And after this section, I promise we're getting to a story and we're going to talk about income phase, which is what this show is really built for. Before we go into this story, because the story really does pertain to the income phase of retirement. You've heard me talk a lot about income phase. There's a difference between growth phase and income phase. And when you get into income phase, of course, it's all about income and how you turn your assets into income. But we also talk a lot to our clients about how we can make that income tax efficient. So we do tax planning, we do income planning, we do investment planning, we do healthcare planning, and build legacy plans to make sure that money is passed to a beneficiary the way that you see fit. But if I'm talking to a 65-year-old that's not done the proper steps to get to the point of retirement security, then what we are building for them, this roadmap for retirement, is pretty much pointless. Because if they haven't done the work necessary in the growth phase, remember there are two phases, growth phase followed by income phase. In the growth phase, you are literally trying to climb the mountain to a specific number, perhaps. You're trying to get to a million or a million and a half, two million dollars, and that number sometimes seems almost out of reach. There is no better time to start than now. You can't start yesterday, unfortunately, and starting tomorrow does you not nearly as much good as starting today. And the problem is if we start tomorrow, especially in our 30s and 40s, tomorrow tends to never come. I'm the world's worst at saying I will one day be able to X, Y, or Z. And if I'm not careful and I don't put the initiative in immediately, then that one day is never a day of the week. So what do we do now? In our 30s and 40s, what are we supposed to be doing, Dale? So, so lean into the radio here because I, I literally can summarize this in about five minutes for you. Compound interest is your friend, but compound interest alone is not enough. You have to have time. And in your 30s, you have some time. In your 30s, being able to save the money necessary is the ultimate go. Now, how do you do that? Well, you've got to be able to make enough money to live. But ultimately, in America, we do not have an income problem. We have an expense problem. And so you start at this stage by budgeting. 
The first thing we have to do is take control of our money. And I would, I would urge you to listen to some of the very successful talking heads in this respect. Spend less than you make. There's a lot of people on the radio who are telling you how to do this. Spend less than you make. Uh, make sure that you're not taking on credit card debt. It's some of the worst debt you can possibly have. Taking on credit card debt is bad debt. I'm not in the camp of no debt ever, but if you are an addict to debt, then throw the credit card away. If it's impossible for you to manage your debt, and honestly, that's probably the majority of most 30 and 40-year-olds, it's really difficult to manage the debt. So throw the credit card away. You're going to be fine without it. What you got to do is spend in your means. You've got to live to your means. And honestly, living below your means is necessary if you really want to have enough money to set aside for retirement. Once we've taken control of our money, we've got to know what to put money in. And for a general rule of thumb, I'm going to tell you to just bank on America. What does that even mean, Dale? How do we do this? Well, what about just buying the largest 500 companies in American economy? How about that? Can we just maybe agree upon that, you know, 10 years, 20 years from now, the American economy will likely be higher than it is today? If we can agree upon that and that the American economy will succeed, and and if we can't agree on that, I'm just going to pause for a second and tell you, if we can't agree on that, then the stock market probably isn't a place for you. If you do not believe that companies like Amazon, Apple, Tesla, NVIDIA, Microsoft, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Nike, Caterpillar, DuPont, these companies are not going to be around and you think, oh, they're all going to fail. If they're all going to fail in your mind, then buy land. If they're all going to fail in your mind and you think that the world is melting down, then buy bullets, cows, and gold. But if you really believe that there is a chance that this thing continues, just like it has for the last hundred years, that it continues, and it's going to look different, no doubt, but if it's going to continue, then maybe it makes sense for us to just go ahead and buy all 500 of those companies with one investment. And there is an investment like that that's out there called SPY. Now, let me be very clear. This is not, it is not a recommendation that you should be buying the S&P 500. Quite to the contrary. It is a recommendation that you need a good plan and you need to know what you believe in. And if you do, in fact, believe that the American economy is something you would like to to have a piece of, that the American stock market is something you would like to have a piece of, and you think it's a good a good horse to hit your wagon up to, then you want to buy a stock like SPY. And SPY, it's a ticker symbol, is essentially betting on all 500 stocks in the U.S. economy. This gives you the exposure you need to be able to make everything happen in the growth phase. Now, are there other types of stocks and bonds? Of course, there's much more to it than just setting it in SPY. But I can tell you, and Warren Buffett himself will attest to this, that it's going to be really difficult for you to beat the performance of SPY. Most mutual funds underperform their benchmark, which is a fancy way for saying most people that try to manage money for you in growth phase end up coming out a lot worse than just buying SPY. The beautiful thing about buying something like the S&P 500 is that you have exposure to all 500 stocks and you have very limited fees. In growth phase, fees will hurt you. 
If you're truly in growth phase, you're in 30s and 40s, and you're just starting out, you don't need to pay 1%, 2%, 3% per year to be able to manage money. There's really not much to it, guys. You put money in, you let compound interest do the thing. And what it ends up doing is growing your money at two, three, four, or five times the amount that you put in. The only thing that will negatively impact compound interest is if you interrupt it unexpectedly. In other words, if you sell out because the market's down 10 or 15% in one given year. Now, in growth phase, you can stomach those serious losses. But in income phase, you just can't take those types of hits. And this is where we get into building the true roadmap for your retirement success. And so you've done everything you're supposed to do up to the income phase where you've, you've, you've budgeted money, you've taken control of your money. Oh, by the way, you need your life insurance and disability insurance and health insurance. We talk a lot about offense and defense. And for those of you who are listening and you're like, man, I really wish that I could just pick Dale's brain. I'm 30, 40 years old. Our firm specializes in the income phase. For retirees who are close to retirement, we obviously can help you in building a strong growth portfolio, but there's not a great deal of complexity to it. And what you don't need to do is pay someone a large commission. We do not charge commissions, by the way, but there are a lot of stockbrokers out there that will take a commission from you to put you in something you can buy yourself for free. You need a strong piece of advice every once in a while. You're not needing a consistent commission-based sale. This is not what you need at this point. Go out and do this type of research, and with just a little bit of skill, maybe just a little bit of advice, you can make this work. And so, because of that, we are in the process, and I hope this process isn't a year-long process, but we plan to launch sometime within the next year or so a coaching program where we can essentially help coach the people who are trying to get to their income phase. When it comes to income phase, you need hands-on management. You need someone who is in the know on everything from income to investing, how much you're paying in taxes, someone that helps you navigate the alphabet soup of Medicare, ABCD, supplement, long-term care, all of these things in the healthcare industry that you have to know about. And you need someone to be there with you and for you when you are passing money on to the ones you love. That's what we do. RD Smothers Wealth Management, but we have a lot of people come to us for advice on how to grow their money in their 30s and 40s. And and this is why I think it's necessary for us to have spent this section telling you about how you can do this. So now we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we are going to assume that you have done everything you're supposed to do up to the point of growth phase. Now it's income time. You're 55, 58, 59, you're over the age of 60 perhaps, and it's time to start thinking about retirement. What do we do now? That's what we're going to talk about right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Looks like we have about a 72% chance of a successful landing today. Did you catch that? A 72% chance of success? No one would fly on this airline. But you'd be surprised how many people take this approach to their own retirement. 
This is Dale Smothers, your host of the Retirement Matters Show. Join me right here each week as we discuss ways you can gain confidence in your retirement plan. Good decision-making, time-tested strategies, and a well-written plan will allow you the luxury of relaxation, even when you're going through those panic-inducing, turbulent times. As the host of the Retirement Matters Show, we will teach you how to keep your retirement on track, making sure that your destination is everything you wanted it to be. Tune in for the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Also, check out the Retirement Matters podcast. Just search for Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers on the podcast platform of your choice. All right, welcome back to the show. Let's jump straight into this story. I want to tell you about a time that I was standing in the line at Disney World. And this particular line was to enter into the park. And I, as 10th in line, was standing there watching what was going on in front of me. And the first person in line, as they entered into the gate, was handed a map. And now I'm ninth in line. And we go on to the next person in line enters into the gate, and they were handed a map. And now I'm eighth in line. The next person goes in, they were handed a map, and now I'm seventh in line. And this goes on until finally I am at the front of the line, present the tickets, and we walk in. And when we walk in, I'm looking for the map, and there's nobody there to give me a map. And I say, you know, I I didn't get a map. I stopped someone as they were walking away, and and they said, we're all out of maps. And so we went in, just trying to figure out what we wanted to do for the day. And as we went in, we were looking around, and it was a beautiful scenery. If you've been to Disney World, it's just gorgeous. Everything around it is magical. And we we were seeing things for the first time. Really kind of bouncing from ride to ride, trying to figure out exactly what we wanted to ride. And, and it seemed as if every single person around us had a map. There was one guy with his head down, and, and he walks through us as he's making a beeline to get to his ride. And I look to my left, and I see this little girl pulling her daddy's hand as he's trying to read the map to tell exactly how to get to the magical experience that he and his daughter are here to see. Everyone's zooming around with their map, and they know exactly where they're headed. And at the end of the day, we're exhausted. We jump on the monorail to head back to our resort. And on the monorail, I get to talking to a dad who had a map. And I asked him how his day was. He said, oh, it was great. Perfect weather. I got to ride 32 rides today. And I thought, wow, you know what? I only got to ride five And my son had fun, but, man, if only I had a map, maybe my experience could have been a little bit better. Now, I tell you that story, and as I wrap up this show, I want you to think about this. You're about to enter into a world in retirement. As you approach income phase, you are entering into the proverbial Disney world. There are so many things to see, so much to do, it's almost overwhelming. So many decisions to make, so much preparation that is in store that you are to basically be responsible for bringing this and that and know where you want to go. But if you're not careful, you will muddle through retirement just as I did without a map. And because of that, your experience will not be what it could have been in your retirement phase. In the retirement income phase, guys, I'm telling you right now, without the map necessary to get you where you want to go, 
you will not live the optimal retirement. In the income phase, there are a lot of decisions to make. And what you need to be doing is setting down with a financial advisor and telling them exactly where it is you want to go and what you want this experience to look like. And then that financial advisor needs to build the map for you, unfold it right before you, and point out every turn you are to make. If you need a map for retirement, that's what our firm is here to do. 270 plan we build the roadmap you need for the five key worlds you will find yourself in retirement, those being investment planning, tax planning, income planning, healthcare planning, and legacy planning. We build those with you and for you so that you can live the retirement you've always imagined. All right, guys, that's the show. I appreciate you tuning in each and every week. We love talking to you. We love working with you. And if there's anything at all that we can do for you to make your retirement journey a little bit more enjoyable, we want to do it. One of the things that we provide is clarity. If you're over the age of 59 and a half and you are at all concerned about what the market is doing right now, give us a call. 270-600-PLAN. We can assist you with all of the money that you have saved to this point, even the money in your 401k, and make sure it is truly targeting the income you need and making sure that it is not going to be charged with taxes more than is necessary. Again, 270-600-PLAN. We look forward to hearing from you in person, but until we do, we'll keep talking to you on this radio show, giving you all the information you need. Until next time, always remember, save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Artie Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be considered as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Artie Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Artie Smothers Wealth Management.